Sports Sports Sally O'Malley. Oh, I'm so glad you did that. I'm sorry that I interrupted, but I can't help myself. When someone starts with, I like to kick, I have to continue with them no matter what. I can't help it. That's right. Uh, it's the famous SNL Saturday Night Live character played by none other than our favorite Molly Shannon. You know her. We know her. Yeah. Molly Shannon is we don't so personally funny. Know her. I want to personally know her. Yeah, Molly Shannon is so funny. Yeah, and and uh, such a great actor. I know. In everything, I love this like second like wind she has going on right now. Yeah, she's having a in second acting. second wind. She's popped up in a lot of like uh, um, Chris Kelly, uh, a, a friend of mine. He directed a movie called Other People. Right. And she plays, Amazing. and she's so good as the mother. Of the main character who has cancer, it's just amazing. Um, anyway, <laughs> this this <laughs> I, I, we, I didn't mean to start it off on a Molly Shannon uh, appreciation podcast, but it could turn into that, and I'd be fine with it. I accept, folks. Welcome to Sports Boards, your favorite and my favorite, and my favorite, and Ashley's favorite non-topical favorite. sports podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Our little cat Hippo's favorite sports, non-topical sports podcast, Sports Sports. Uh, and by our intro, our long-winded intro, you might have guessed this is our 50th episode. Can you believe it? Wow. It's a special one, and we're having special episodes all over the place. It seems like just the other day we did our one-year anniversary, which was yeah. about maybe a month or two ago, actually. Um, but now this is 50 episodes. Crazy. Yeah. And everyone has been better than the last. Yes. And we are making no, money no hand over the- fist <laughs> no. on this podcast. It was such a good investment to buy the recording equipment <laughs> and to invest the time in learning how to edit in Logic Pro. Yeah. It was worth it. I love it. I love it too. Um, no, but for serious, this has been, it's it's such a fun podcast to do, and I'm happy that we were able to do 50, and we have a special episode today, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't introduced ourselves. My name is Ben Wheatmartian. I'm sitting next to Ashley Chavez Wheatmartian. That's me. That's her. And in fact, we are here in Sports Boards headquarters, and we're sitting actually in the position that we normally sit in when yeah. we're watching television at night. And when we do the podcast. Well, and when we do the podcast, but normally I, I shift my chair over a oh, little bit. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, and we're looking at a guest or something yeah. like that. This time we're deadlocked. We are not, we will not look away from each other. We are staring into each other's eyes. It yeah. is a contest. Everything is a contest. That's right. And Hippo's on the uh, the uh, little coffee the table in front of us and she's lounging around. Uh, so we have a special episode uh, for 50 um, we got together and we thought, hey, what do we like talking about more than anything? Uh, Random sports stuff. <laughs> yep. So why don't we just make a list of 50 random sports things? Yes. 
and just talk about them. It's genius. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I th- I I think it was probably the best idea we've had so far. I mean, it's pretty remarkable and I can't take any credit. That was all you. Oh yeah, but it was, you know, it was hive mind uh in the apartment. Sure. Uh, and it, this is the best idea we've had since investing all this money in recording equipment <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> it really wasn't that much money. No, it, it was not at all. I'll tell you what people don't realize out there, or some, a lot of people do, but some people may not realize how cheap it is to have a podcast. Costs next to nothing. Yeah. Once you invest in the audio equipment... <laughs> Okay, yeah. so uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, to preview this episode, Ashley, before we g- actually get into previewing the episode, how is your sports world going right now? Or in your general world? Whoa. I mean, we've, wa- we've already talked about this off mic, but, you know, yeah. how's, your, how's your life going? Uh, life is going great. Sports life is interesting right now. Okay. So Giants uh, are in their second half. Right, where baseball's in its second half. Giants came out swinging, punching in the mouth. It was going great. They had a little snag. They had a little snag. They went on a losing streak. But they're winning right now. They're currently playing the Phillies. And I'm confident. We're getting a couple people back. We were getting, uh, we're getting Johnny Cueto back. Oh, Johnny Cueto, I love him. I know. Got Evan Longoria back. So we got some like uh, some staples coming back, which is good. So I'm feeling I'm feeling optimistic, very excited. Yeah, it, it yeah. came out of nowhere because the Giants were kind of just uh, scuffling along. Yeah, it was Tank City. Yeah, Tank Time, right? It's Tank Time. Going to trade all of their assets, right? But all these uh, everyone started pulling through, and then all these little childrens that we have started coming through big time, and I love that. Nothing is better than that than your homegrown kids that are just like, you know what? I'm here to play. I'm really good. I'll show you. Yeah, that's great. It's been wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, anything else going on? Golden State Warriors, San Francisco 49ers. You know, I'm not uh, really thinking. I, I just got asked to join um, my office, Fantasy Football League. It's incredibly simple, easy to manage league. Um, and when I tell you guys how simple it is, you're going to like, you're going to fall off your chair. You just pick three teams. Put your seatbelt on, folks. Yeah. I hope it's. I hope your seatbelt's on. You're probably driving right now. Yes, if you're driving and you don't have your seatbelt on, turn this podcast off. We want nothing to do with you. No. Anyway, go ahead. You pick three teams, and whoever wins the most. Oh yeah. One like that. It's so easy. Uh, so I'm gonna do that with like I think six other people in the office. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. I like yeah. those simple games. Though. Yeah. I mean, gambling is fun when it's. Number one, simple, and number two, very low stakes. Exactly. And as much as I want to do a full-blown fantasy football league, I know I'll, I'll, I'll watch the games all year, and that's going to stop me from my ban. I don't want to call it a ban because then the that NFL means I'm going to fail, but my NFL ban like that I'm working towards. Right, right. I know. I'm, you know, I'm in the same boat. Uh, we actually – the Fantasy league that I have been in the last, uh, I don't know, four or five, maybe even six years, uh, the commissioner has yet to send an email. I was just thinking about this today. Here we are in... Who's commission? Don or Dom? Don Finelli. Don. Who was our guest uh, right before the NFL season last year. 
uh, one of our er, probably episode about 22 or so is, is what I'm going to guess. Um, the episode, Is It Okay to Watch the NFL with right. Don Finelli. Uh, check that one out. Uh, it's almost football season again. Uh, he hasn't sent the email out yet, which I was I was just thinking about it today because it's already a, we're a week into August, uh, more than a week into August, and uh, the the preseason games have already started, which seems insane. That does seem insane. I know. The second I start seeing uh, why your team sucks on Deadspin, I go, huh, "What? What time is it? What's happening?" Right. Yeah. That's the. It's like, where did this come from? Yeah. Uh, it feels like basketball just ended. That's what just ended. Yeah. We're in. We're not even in the dog days of baseball. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Actually, technically, personally. we are. Dog days are August. Yeah, I feel like it is the dog days because the bad teams are really bad, and and the wheat is separating from the chaff very yes. quickly these yeah, days. Right. Trade deadlines over. Yeah, all that stuff. Dog days. Um. Yeah, Ashley. Well, what is happening in my sports world? Oh, I'm so sorry. I. Uh, oh. Wait, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ben, what's going on in your sports world? Oh. In your life, how's the, how are things going? Uh, well, in my life, uh, what's mainly going on is I've had to wake up uh, very early, uh, the uh, eight of the last nine days, yeah. uh, to work on this food truck that I work on. I work on a food truck that serves breakfast burritos, tacos, and breakfast platters mostly. And I had to wake up very early to pick up the truck, <laughs> and it's been irritating <laughs> to me. And I've been in a bad mood I when know. I when I get in. Also, we're training uh, new guys. Uh, on the truck and I have to train these new guys and it's tough to be like if if you've ever had to train someone at a job that is like a very simple job like cooking you know uh, it's not it's not a simple job this is, just let it's him just do like this he you needs need to practice I'm, I'm venting <laughs> right now but uh, they're very nice guys, but like when you have to meet them at five thirty in the morning on a truck, no one's nice at five thirty. Yeah, I don't want to be. I, I I find it very difficult to be super, uh, you know, cheerful or enthusiastic about you know teaching these people how to make eggs or whatever it is, or how to unplug the truck or whatever it is. So that's what I've been dealing with. I've been a grumpy, a bit of a grumpy goose yeah. uh, the last you know, two weeks or so because I've been had to wake up super early and also uh uh not get enough sleep. But anyway, that's enough of that. <laughs> uh in my sports world the Reds are just just slow they're just hanging on by their fingertips to relevancy scary. in this season. Uh and they've they've had, you know, some exciting performances. They have this rotation now that's so good. Like they have a rotation of Four out of the five of them have been all-stars now, which is insane, right. uh, considering what the Reds rotation has been like the last four years, five years. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm encouraged. That, uh, I just hope they maintain relevancy into September. That's all I want is September 1st, the Reds are playing a game that actually matters. That's all I care about. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the Bengals and Bearcats are getting ready football-wise. I follow a few football accounts on Twitter. That's so fine. I, I do get updates every now and then. Um, and I think the Bengals probably going to stink. And the Bearcats might be pretty good. So yeah. that might be fun to watch. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. 
sports wise do you want to get into this uh i said we do it yeah i'm excited to see how this uh unfolds yeah so uh just to give you guys a quick preview of what's coming um me and ashley both independently made a list of 25 uh sports things yes from a cr- uh, no matter how big or how small uh they are things that exist in sports yes right yeah uh and that was the only direction we gave this little exercise and, right uh this is not if you're a frequent listener to this podcast this is not a rooted or boo it no uh, we will give our opinion on it, but it won't be a whether I like it or not. This is just what let's talk about each of these things for just a little bit, um, because each of them is a special in its own little way. Right. Yeah. Um, so we, before we get started, I'm going to crap a crisp can. Crap a crisp cram of of something to drink. What do you got? Um, I'm drinking a beer because it's later. Nice. So I, I, I got a, went to the corner store and bought a uh, Pilsner beer. And I'm going to be Well, we're celebrating it. too. I'm drinking wine. Yes. Uh, drinking wine and beer. And we're going to list 50 for Sports Board's 50th episode. We're going to list 50 sports things uh, and talk about each of them. So Ashley, uh, both out in life and in this apartment, it's you go before me oh dang it in everything i do okay so i'm just gonna say a thing yes and then, then we're gonna talk about it okay briefly i'm gonna start with a heavy hitter okay the dh Ooh, the designated hitter yep uh designated hitter the first thing i think about uh, this is this is a fun topic to talk about because i because i feel like we both have a lot to say about it and we have uh we probably have differing opinions, we I have. would guess. Yeah, we do. Mm. So my opinion on the DH is I think it is stupid. I think it's stupid that the American League did this and changed the rules. It's it, To me, it is like having a basketball game where like there's one guy who stands – each team has like one guy who stands on the offensive side of the court and one guy who stands on the defensive side of the court. Right. It's stupid. It's yes. Like, like you play both. Uh, that's kind of how – the game started it, it, it how it makes sense to play it's like you're just making up rules right but i think it's a dumb rule but i think both leagues should definitely have the same rules yes i think it's stupid i think it's even stupider that the two leagues that are playing each other in the world series uh, have different rules right so i am pro changing it because i know the american league will never change it so I am. If I had to vote tomorrow, or even just tonight, uh, I would vote to change it and make the NL have a DH. But I feel like you're not even giving the NL a chance. What if the NL does, refuses to change it? The, it you but the AL remove the AL's the just DH n- from the American League. There's just I'm no. I'm taking chance. off my socks and I'm throwing them at well, you. <laughs> God, this is yeah. Ashley's throwing her stinky socks at me. <laughs> Well, I mean that—that's just what the reality is. Like, I—I I, I would vote because I know the AL would never change, and I think it's stupider that the the leagues have two different rules. But I think it's stupid that the leagues have two different rules. But I also think that the National League has an advantage. So, well, the I don't American want League has the advantage because. How? 
because they can get older uh, sluggers. All the older sluggers want to. Yeah, but when you're playing each other, your pitchers have to pitch when you're in a National League park. But then there's more good. There's more good players you, like, in it's the not American like, League. It's not like you have less good players because you don't have a DH. You still have people that can hit on your bench. But there are more good players in the American League just because of their well, all the fans. players. Yeah, all the players who can't play in the field, and then also they want to sign long co- sluggers. Want to sign long? There's an advantage the to players in the American League. Exactly. I don't necessarily think that there's an advantage to the game. In the American League. No, I, what I'm saying is they get more uh, players who want to sign long contracts because they know they can age into a DH. No, spot. I get that. Yeah. yeah. So then they have more players. All I'm saying is just stupid that it is not the same. I We both agree Plus that pitchers. it's a dumb rule. It's stupid. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the first one. Oh, man, we got started on a great I, I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Well, now my juices are flowing and I'm ready. <laughs> and uh, the grass is the next one. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, get ready because it's, it's almost as big as the DH. It's batting gloves. <gasps> my first one is batting gloves. Oh. Okay, uh, so... Can I you just I describe, to... real quick, describe, when I say batting gloves, describe which kind of batting gloves you're thinking of immediately. I'm thinking immediately of, like, some Mizunos. They're white. They got some, like, black dots on them. Probably because the, not dots, they're, uh, they're, it's, it's, it's perforated and then the lining is black. I, I, I'm seeing dots on these things. Uh, uh what you mean, like the ventilation type? Thing? Yes, exactly. Yes, on the outside of the yes. Hand. Then the inside is in. That was sloppy. You should just cut that. But um, <laughs> no cuts. No cuts. What the hell? No cuts. I'm gonna start cursing. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not scared of that. <laughs> um, I love curses. Anyways, that was uh, uh, terribly described. Please excuse me. But well, I'll just say that what I think about is immediately. The Fra- the classic Franklins batting gloves. Ah. Do you know I'm what thinking I'm saying? Pros. Franklins. Yeah. Um, anyway, go ahead. I'm thinking pros. And uh, one Well, the time, pros wear Franklins. Sometimes. Yeah. They were a surprising amount wear Franklins. I bet that's true. Um, but one thing I was going to say, the first thing that popped into my head, or the story that popped in my head, is that when I was a little kid, one time Miguel Tejada threw me his... Um, Batting gloves. Whoa. After he hit a home run. Whoa. Yeah. Where are they at? Uh, It was when he was playing in Oakland, and I was sitting behind the dugout, and he was running back in, and I was like, I don't even remember what I said, but I was like, yeah, great home run, or whatever, and then he threw the batting gloves up to me. Whoa. But where are the batting gloves now? At my home in uh, my parents' house somewhere. Oh, man. We got to get these Miguel Tejada gloves. I want Where them in my they? household. I have a lot of autographs at my parents' house. Yeah. A lot of memorabilia. All right. Batting gloves. Yeah, batting gloves. They're a staple of the sport. We don't talk about them enough. We don't. Ashley, what's your number two? Oh, that's it? You don't have a thing on, about them. Well, I mean, we can't talk forever about all of these. I was thinking we'd go about two or three minutes. Yeah, I was confused on what uh, what we're uh, the one thing out The one other thing I'll say about batting gloves is... Uh, um, I think it's funny that golfers wear one glove on their left hand. That's the one that gets the blisties. I know. They're precious little hands. They're precious little hands. I will make fun of golfers. Okay. I don't make fun of a lot of people, but I will make fun of golfers. Wow. 
<laughs> okay, next. Tailgates. Tailgates. Oh, man. I love tailgates. Yeah. I don't get... I mean, I just don't go to enough of them. We don't have an opportunity to. California kind of sucks for tailgates. Though. Yeah, California is not... You need to go to the Midwest or yeah. the South. That's where tailgates are. East Coast sucks for tailgates. I went to right. a Rutgers football game once. Their tailgates were terrible. Sure. Um, we had a tailgate, though. Uh, that was fun. When Cincinnati played UCLA last year in football, it was the first game of the season. Um, we had, I was like, we did not go to a tailgate. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Now I know. What we had about. the most <laughs> bare bones. I I wouldn't call it this, but maybe some people on the outside looking in would call pathetic uh, tailgate ever. Yeah. Uh, what we did is we I wanted to we wanted to get there about two hours early. <laughs> uh, we ended up because of traffic getting there about an hour early. Uh, we if parked. That. If that, it might have been even thirty minutes. We had to chug <laughs> our beers. Yeah, we each brought two beers. Um, they were warm. I think I put a, some ice in a plastic bag and threw four beers in there. And then we also brought two, uh, <laughs> two folding chairs, like, uh, what do you call it? Poker table, like folding chairs that we have. Yeah. And we sat by, um, our car and chugged as, as fast as we could. Like, Just chugged. Like sitting warm... was probably inappropriate almost. Right. Yeah. We sat down probably for, uh, five minutes yeah. tops. And chugged like f- uh, two each warm Coronas, I think, and then. Oh, I had at least a Wolf Pub. Yeah, you. I probably... wouldn't drink that shit. Come on. <laughs> no, I had at least a Wolf Pub. <laughs> but I still cherish that memory. No, it's great. Because it was uh, our own two-person tailgate. I think it was great. We were so angry because it shouldn't have taken us this long. But the the way that the Rose Bowl is set up is it absolute nightmare like well, you yeah think but Dodger we should have is tough then my god we should have a game at the rose bowl we yeah but we i mean it was our fault because you gotta yeah, it's our fault you should show up to a football game four hours early in order to have one hour to drink alcohol <laughs> yeah but you know it's always going to take longer than you think i know it is. So I, I know always always plan that it will take longer than the longest you could possibly right. think it could yeah. take all right, it was a great time. It was great, though. Yeah. In Cincinnati 1, not for nothing. All right, number two on my list, number four overall. This is number four. Right. On the top 50, which is 50 random sports things. <laughs> putting. 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 Golf is at, <gasps> golf is back. I got filled with both excitement and rage at the same exact time, and I didn't know what to do with myself, so I stared at our cat in the eyes. Um, Putting gives me putting makes me feel excited because that means we're doing some kind of golf activity which i love but also fills me with rage because i suck at it i don't have i don't know how to finesse i don't have that finesse yeah it's a very finesse uh driven thing i don't i wouldn't say uh as we talk about a lot um we're not big golfers i've i've golfed probably like five times in the last 15 years right i personally love it I think it's so fun. It's we just fine. don't do it enough. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, you know, it's tough to do and it's expensive, so it's not worth it. Right. But, uh, but putting is not my strength or my weakness. It's the most average part of my golf game, I'd say. And that's a victory. I feel like it's most people's weakness. Yeah, I'll make a good putt every now and then, but I'll also, you know, hit a 
hit a putt so hard that it like flies off even the fringe of the green and it flies back into the rough. That and is my have, problem 100% of the time. And then I have to go back and get... Oh, on the other hand, putt-putt is very fun. Yes. And something that... I, I don't understand how more just normal towns... There aren't more just putt-putts around. I know. There should be putt-putts like... There should be putt-putts on every corner okay. of... Oh, here we go. ...every <laughs> American city. I I will there not might rest. Be. I don't know. I will not rest. <laughs> I guess I have. Maybe they are. Maybe it's like you know buying a certain car, like buying a Honda Accord. Yeah. And then you notice like there's every other car's a wow. Honda Accord. Yeah. Um. But I will not rest <laughs> until there is a putt putt on every corner of every American city. There right. should be. It's more fun. It's more fun than going to some. What's on every corner of every American city? Yeah. Starbucks? Yeah, oil change place. That's LA. That's an LA problem. That's true, yeah. <laughs> anyway, more putt putts. More putt putts, baby. Ashley, number five. All right, next up we have sleeves in basketball specifically. So wearing like an Under Armour, like uh, what's what are those sleeves called? Um, Like the With ones the that don't. I don't know what. I don't know if they do they have a spe- I'm sure they have a specific name but like it's something sleeve I yeah. think. Uh so you're talking a sleeve that doesn't connect to the undershirt. No, it does not. Just it's just sleeve. a sleeve on its own. Right, that kind of covers the elbow down exactly. to the forearm. Yeah. Um man, it's it's cool. I I like how some players wear them. Are you talking just uh basketball specifically? Just basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good look. I like how, you know, in sports in general, you can always modify, people always find a way to modify their look. Yeah. And you know, people have a certain uh, look. Like, I kn- I can picture what Kevin Garnett's arms look like. He had the, like, skinny um, uh, wristband up on his, like, skinny bicep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was great. Uh, but the sleeve specifically, I, I know LeBron wears one. Um, for the, the first player that came to my mind, weirdly, was Kemba Walker. Because I know he oh, wears one, too. Um, but obviously, a lot of players wear them. Yeah. Um, Allen Iverson, too. I feel like he... Did he, he kinda, maybe he was sleeve? like a... He was more... He was kind of like a trailblazer, sleeve-wise, maybe. That makes sense. Well, he's... A trailblazer in many ways. Absolutely, yeah. Would you actually wear a sleeve if you... I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of medical... Uh, yeah. Purported oh, medical uh, com- reason. Compression. Wait, compression sleeve. Is that what it's called? Possibly. That makes sense. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe you. It's called. I just call them sleeves. They're tight. I mean, they're um, compression shorts. You wear compression shorts under your basketball shorts. So it would just shorts. be the same. So maybe they're... Yeah. I'm sure there's some sort of medical, uh, purported medical reason why people right. wear them. Uh, but mainly, I think it's just like you wear what makes you feel comfortable while you're playing. Right, yeah. Um, would um, you, do you think you'd be a sleeve wearer? I'd be a sleeve wearer. I think even if I didn't need it, because I think they look so cool. Just one sleeve. So cool. I'd wear that off the court right now in my everyday life if that was were socially acceptable. <laughs> Maybe well, I'll make it that way. I, you know, I say this all the time, and I invented it, and I'm the only one who ever says it. But <laughs> fashion can be anything. <laughs> yeah. And you're if right, you right, walk right, out right, there right. confidently in your arms, like I almost sleeve, want, and like uh, 
I almost want like an extreme knitting injury. So I just wear one sleeve and just be like, yo, I got to wear this compression sleeve for my ankle and my ankle, my uh, wrist and elbow. Please don't ask questions about it. It's just something I had to do. And then people are like, but why are you wearing a basketball jersey with? And it's like, please don't mind me. Just let me continue with what I'm doing. Oh, man. I'll do it. That's hey. I think I think you could do that. I, think I so honestly too. think you could get away with I'll doing do it. That. Yeah. Um, you, do you want to know what my look would be if I was a baseball player? Yes, I already know I've, it. But go ahead. You think you already know it? Yeah. Mine oh, would with be, a sleeve. Well, sleeve or, or not? Or just in general? In general. Yours is a baggy uh, jersey, a baggy white short sleeve uh, Hanes tee under, and then baggy shorts. I cl- that's close. Um, what I would wear is absolutely no extra things. My jersey, my team issued jersey, uh, short socks, maybe no socks at all if I get the right pair of shoes. Um, and then every once in a while I would wear a Hanes beefy tee underneath my jersey. But otherwise I would wear nothing else because that's what no one's doing. Right. When you see a player that's like wearing minimal stuff. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of throws you off. Yeah. I, that's what I would want to be that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we're on. What Next. are we on? Number uh, six. Your third. Yeah. Okay. This is this is uh, I just want you to think of what pops into your mind when I okay. say this. The classic gym bag. Gym, a gym bag. Yes. What what describe for me what that is? It's a a canvas cylinder with two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> with two uh, ropes that are your straps. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's it. That's what I was thinking. And they probably have like like stripes. Like there's uh the um like a white stripe. The band continues through, like this the the strap band. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like maybe there's like a white stripe, at, like uh, surrounded by two red stripes or right. something like that. Whatever. There's the always a lot are. of dirt or sand in it somehow. Yes. And it's like why <laughs> did this happen? And like maybe a tissue. Yeah, yeah. Some it's old gross, maybe a, like a sock yeah. or whatever. Uh, but yeah, always dirt or sand, yeah. no matter what. And you can't get Loose it out. Loose Advil. There's there's enough. There is enough. Like there's like corners in it that. Some, it's a cylinder, but there are yes, still corners. But there are that corners catch. that catch dirt and sand. Yeah, um, the classic gym. What bag. colors are yours? It's probably high school colors. That's what mine are. Well, mine aren't because I have a similar one. I have a uh, MLB All Star Game 2013. That's one right. That I use quite I have a bit. The same. Um, yeah, and so my is mine is navy blue. Uh, in my with an mind, orange with an orange, uh, it has orange piping on it yes um that's what i immediately think of but i mean you could s- just say a color and i will like yeah that, I, picture I, that right. yep absolutely bag. yeah um the gym bag the simple gym bag, gym bag. you know sports are made up the sports sports are made up of you know small elements that <laughs> add up to be greater than the sum of their parts right that makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on from the classic gym bag. Uh, Ashley, what do you got for number seven? European soccer. Oh, okay. What's the first thing you think of? Um, well, the first thing I think of with European soccer is uh, uh, it was Manchester United. 
That's fine. Um, in like English Premier League. I mean, that sucks, but it's specifically, fine. yeah. Um, just because that's what you know, most American people—that's their first uh, exposure to, right? Um, European soccer. I it is something I wish it's the thing that I wish I could get into, and I've tried, but only half-assed. I've half-assed tried to get into it. It's fine. A few times, and it's just the thing that I wish I was more into. Mm-hmm. Like I just am not. I get it. What do you totally. think would help? What do you think would get me into it? Please help me. I don't know if I, I can because you like you're kind of at capacity right now. You're I am you're taking on an MLS team, so that's already filling that void for the most part. Yeah, yeah. FC so, Cincinnati. Quick update. Yeah, they stink. Oh really? They're struggling. <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're new. They're brand new. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not concerned about no, it. You know, people in Cincinnati. Of course, they're saying, "Oh, another Cincinnati team sucks." God, it must which is true. There's so many miserable people out there. Yeah, Cincinnati <laughs> is just full of miserable people. And you wonder where I get it from. <laughs> You're the most positive person to ever come out of Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, well, which is saying a lot. Because I just started my sports podcast by complaining about <laughs> my job. Oh, um, man. I but yeah, it. yeah, European soccer is great. What's uh, yeah. What is your immediate thought? On European My immediate thought is, whoa, how do I move there? How do I yeah. live in Europe for the rest of my life? Um, I just I, love Europe, and I love all European things, and I love European <laughs> soccer. <laughs> yeah. It's and that's e- pretty much the bulk of it. It's easy to love Europe when you just, like, visit there for two weeks and kind of just skip around oh, God. to a few of their most beautiful cities. Um, yeah, but... It's easy to fall in love. It, I do, too. I love it. Yeah. I love Europe. Because I've just skipped around to some of their most beautiful cities for two weeks. That's so much better. Yeah. Hey. Let's make let's make this country better by putting a putt putt on every corner of every major bad. American city. <laughs> by the end of twenty twenty. Oh, I shuddered. Um, okay. <laughs> Next up, number Next. eight. Fenway's Fenway Park's Green Monster. Ooh. The love, Green Monster. Love, love, love. Uh, been there. Was on it. That's didn't right. watch a game on it, but took but a But we watched tour. a couple of games at Fenway Park. We did. We we watched a couple of games at Fenway Park, but before we watched those games, we did a little tour, and it was a lot of fun, and we got to go up in the Green Monster, and it was awesome. Yeah, it really was cool. Yeah. I mean, I can't really... scary. I can't imagine... How cool it would be to actually watch a game, let alone like a big game, like, oh a, God, World like a World Series. Series? Game? Are you kidding me? You have the freeway right behind you. It's got to be one of the most. Uh, I mean, it's got to be one of the coolest places you can watch a championship game. There's courtside at an NBA game. Yeah, I think even though, like, and then there's the Green Monster. I think watching a, a game. At Fenway in particular, because Fenway is so tiny, and I guess Wrigley also plays this role too, but being in the front row for, uh, like, behind home plate, you're so close that it's alarming. You're so close. You're, like, dangerously close. So it's like you're there with the team, but, man, being on the Green Monster, yeah, that's something different. That's something that no no one else has. Yeah, yeah. 
I think I, I stand. I said that kind of just off the top of my head, but I think I stand by that. It, if I could choose to be sitting anywhere for a championship game, number one would be courtside at like Madison right. Square Garden or something like that. Well, that that's or never any gonna NBA, it's yeah. a championship at well, uh, Madison yeah. Square Garden. Uh, yeah, burn oh, Knicks. If you if Woo. you if you Knicks. Fans thought you weren't going to get burned. They laughed too. This. They laughed harder yeah. than I did. They yeah. get it. Well, <laughs> hey, here you, hey, here's the thing about. The, let me go off for a second. All the go New York off. teams, you know, the Knicks, the Mets, the Jets, etc. Uh, they say they suffer so much. You're suffering just as much as Cincinnati. <laughs> You're suffering less than Cincinnati. Yeah, that's true. I'm the victim here. Yeah. Anyway, that's um, fair. we just watched the Reds get uh, beat really bad by the Cubs, and I, I'm in a bad uh, place. Totally fine. Um, anyway, <laughs> the Green Monster, it was great. I loved seeing oh, it with you. It was I know. Cool. It was the best. Yeah, folks, if you have a chance to see the Green Monster and, and climb up onto that bad boy, go for it. Absolutely. Ashley, number Next, nine. The Slider. The slider, meaning the pitch. Yes. Ooh. That, this is a very good one. Yeah. Wow. The slider, man. I, I think it's a great pitch. It's not my favorite pitch. Okay. Um, but what is my favorite pitch? That's, That's the question. That's the question. Um, right now, it, it, it's got it. And I think fundamentally, your favorite pitch changes with who your favorite pitcher is at the time. I think that's true. Right. And how, like, yeah. Because I'm guessing how the game is shaping. Um, I'm guessing Sergio Romo's slider from 2012 is kind of what you're thinking oh, about. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So my favorite pitch right now is by far and away Luis Castillo's changeup. Oh, fun. Because watching hitters just like whiff at that. I think it's like there's it's a, so fun when there's a whiff involved. Often that's going to be your favorite pitch. Right, and I remember watching Roma Slider in 2012 or 13 or whatever it was, and it looked Both like years. it moved. It looked like it was going at a guy's knees, and then all of a sudden it's yeah. uh, outside of the strike zone on it the was outside. otherworldly. It was amazing. Yeah, it seemed like it was moving like two feet yeah. across the strike zone. Imagine catching it. Yeah. I just remember, like, if I, could, if I had a billion dollars and I could uh, – do anything I wanted, I would have Sergio Romo, like, I would be in full, full decked out protective gear just in case, because I'm terrified, and this will make me feel better, but I would have him throw that slider at me. <laughs> so just so I could see what it looks like, man. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'd be terrified. Maybe 10 sliders, just right. so I could be like, okay, one more time, I need to see it again. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to be wearing full pads across yeah. my legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Because I would just run away and not, or I'd close my eyes. If I knew I was in full protective gear, then... I would feel confident to keep my eyes open and just watch it happen and be like, holy shit, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, the slider. The, the slider. What's your favorite pitch right now? I think it's still a slider just because I, I can't give up that like memory. I mean, that slider was everything. Yeah. So when I see a good slider and a good cutter, when I see a good slider or a cutter, I'm just like, oh, hell yeah. That's yeah. tight. Cutter's very cool, too. Cutter's very cool. Yeah. Least cool. I mean, for all... The ballyhoo that it gets, I I don't get that excited for 
fastballs. Yeah, we're not glory boys, though. We don't like the fastballs, and we don't really love a home run. I mean, I don't know how you feel exactly about a home run, but... Well, I love a home run if it's... Uh... If it's in if it's in the right situation and uh, it has to be in the right situation, it's not my favorite. Well, I mean, hey, there's nothing better. I think it's than, a rally killer. Yeah, there's be nothing totally better than a bunch of doubles and doubles down the line and uh, you know bloop singles, singles, walks, bunts. I said it. Like, yeah, get on base. Bunts. Yeah, I don't I know. Feel like a I don't know about ruins bunts. A lot of things. I don't know about bunts, but man, a rally of like you know. Six or seven uh, singles, throw a walk in there every now and then. Yeah, I just uh, absolutely throw a maybe walk a in catcher's there. interference. That would be that's a lot of Ooh, fun sometimes. Boy, that's when you know they're flustered and you got them. Well, yeah, and then also hit by pitch, uh, bases loaded, Extra. hit by pitch, walking. You've been dealing with those a, a lot in. lately. Oh yes, um, that's fun. As long as the person's not getting injured, it's fun to watch that. Yeah. Um. Unless it's a guy I don't like. Just kidding. Uh, I almost said unless it's a guy I don't like. But I don't want even the guys I don't like to get injured. No. I'm not that kind of guy. Unless it's Clint Hurdle. Oh, man. Clint Hurdle. the Pittsburgh pegged in the head. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Oh, man. The <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates manager, Clint Hurdle. I hope he goes away at some point. Um, okay. Next up for me, number 10. An umpire's routine out at first base motion. Okay. So that scared me for a second. We like, by the way, we have not checked our lists. We do not know if we've doubled up on anything. So this will be interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention that at the beginning. So we we created these independently. So there might be some doubles. We'll yes. see. Um, so this is the umpire's motion at after a routine out at first base. So okay. like the. Very lazy. It's a very clear out, and it's like, you're out. So a lot of times it's just kind of like a fist pump. Yeah. Is this uh, even start, necessary? Right, like start with an open hand, Yeah, close the hand, fist pump a lot of times. But sometimes it'll it'll be more of like they'll get the left hand involved. Um, this is this is tough for a podcast. Right. Uh, <laughs> but the left hand will be involved. It'll The left hand will start out, and then... They do the punch out. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, what's your first instinct at a of a routine out first? Well, I mean, my first instinct is I'm not looking at the ump when that happens. I already know it's an out. Yeah, yeah. And I think the ump knows that. The ump knows and that. And that's why it's not that necessary, but it needs to make the call. You obviously need to make the call. Right, it's got to become official um, in the scorebook. Exactly. Someone's going to call you out if you don't. My whole thing is, is is thinking about balls down the line, and it, is it fair or foul? So I'm not oh, thinking routine. I went straight to, is this guy going to fuck this up? But now, you know. Wait, you mean the ump's motion when it's fair or foul? Yes. I love that. That's oh, a great one. Oh, I love one. that too. But I'm holding my breath the entire time, like, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> like when they, when they motion that it's fair and it's just one hand just whipped, like, boom, fair ball. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Or when they do two hands when it's foul. Yes. Foul. You have the hands out. Yeah. Oh, that's no. a good one. Yeah, that's an underrated call or underrated, uh, what do you call that? Like motion for a call. Yeah, uh, motion the for fair a call. and foul. Yeah. Because umpires get to like put so much sauce on all their. They really uh, do. All their calls. Way more than 
uh, certainly football refs. Oh, yeah. Baseball refs, you get some because sometimes like a charge, you get to like skip a little bit and then throw your hand behind your head and then your other hand straight out. That's cool. Yeah, you can really be dramatic in basketball if you want to. But the but timing it's not has to be as, yeah. just right. In in baseball, you the real just drama get so is in many. Yeah, yeah, you get so many chances. Yeah, uh, you're really it, visible. Yes, you're visible, and you just get so many chances. Okay, number eleven. I guess not to like, but in soccer, when you give someone a card, you can be like really like Ooh. attention. Yes, Here's yeah. card. it's very proper. You have to be, you have to like stand up and be very proper. Right. And but also, you can tell in their head they're trying to be stone faced, but yeah. they're like, "All right, this is my gotcha, moment." Bitch. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, I have Heineken. Oh, good Heineken. No, this is very much a sports thing. It is. Especially a world sports thing. Right, right. Which is why I chose it. Like, uh, um, I feel like it, it makes me think of um, soccer specifically. Yeah. Although I think the World Cup is like Budweiser only, right? So maybe I'm thinking of like European Champions soccer. League is Heineken. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, but Heineken, of course, is the beer of um, kind of like hotels right yeah <laughs> just like kind of half fancy like hotels I'm, yeah i feel like i'm traveling if like a heineken like if i do decide on a heineken it's because there's no other options right it's but, either heineken or amstel yeah there are some there are some bars hotel bars mostly that all they carry is heineken and amstel yeah well how Both did that are, how did they get those contracts um good question well I think internationally, they only; those were the only ones that were non-domestic. They were the only fun beers for yeah, a while. Yeah, I guess so. Because there were only like Coors, Miller, and Budweiser, and then your imports, your cool beers, yeah, are your uh, Heinekens and Amstels, and maybe like a Carlsbad or something like that. Right, right. but Carlsberg, Carlsberg, yeah. sorry, um, Carlsbad Caverns, Carlsberg. I was thinking beer. caverns. I love those caverns. I love those caverns too. Oh, to uh, have a Heineken in the Carlsbad oh. in the Carlsberg cabin. Oh my God! Yes, um, but anyways, I think that's why. I don't know why nothing has changed. I'm not sure. But... I'll tell you this: uh, I have done a complete 180 on Heineken. I used to hate Heineken. I used to, I thought it tasted like a skunk, but yeah. recently. I'll go to a bar sometimes, and all it'll be is like super heavy IPAs or something. I'm just gonna get the Heineken because it's nice and crisp. It's not was, that bad. I was listening to a podcast talking about how like uh, a lot of people didn't like European beers because they were skunky, but it's just because the way they were treated uh, when they came over here, they weren't cared for correctly. So oh, that's yeah. why a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, when you go to like Ireland, Guinness tastes better, and when you go to like Amsterdam." Heineken's or Amstel stays better and things like that because they do their fresh beers. Well, that's of, right. Yeah. yeah. And also, if you ever buy, uh, th- this might be a, an experience that only I have, but <laughs> um, sometimes I will go to like a grocery store. We have a grocery store called John's here in LA. Yes. And it's kind of like the, uh, like the cheap place. Like they have like, sometimes they have, uh, um, 
They're shelves. non-union, so they're non-union. So I stopped. I stopped buying stuff from there. But like, they'll have like shelves that are like empty yeah. <laughs> and stuff, <laughs> and like stuff will be sitting on the ground sometimes. It's not like filthy, but it's just like it's clearly right. not a, a Vons, right. which is the like higher scale yeah. grocery store in Southern California. Anyway. Uh, at John's, they have this big selection of just like canned imported beer from like a vaguely Eastern European, uh, like looking cans of beer. Uh-huh. And I've bought them before, and they just like they taste like they were like sitting in a hot car for days. That's uh, probably what happened. Which is probably what happened. <laughs> and it just t- they taste so bad, and I'm sure they're like fine beers. Because why would they have them at, yeah. all the way in America? Like, the, it'll be beers that are just fully in another language. Like, right. fully in it's Polish probably Armenian. or something. Yeah, or, we live in little Armenia. Armenia. Yeah. We live in an Armenian community. So, a lot of things at this John's that we're close to is uh, are Armenian. Or just in that area yeah, yeah. of Eastern the world. Europe, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, that was Heineken. Uh, mm-hmm. Number 12, J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. Uh, basketball player, former Nick, I believe. He was also a Cleveland Cavalier. I don't really know who he's playing for next year. Um, Is he playing basketball? I don't think he's retired. Oh, I just assumed. Um, yeah, J.R. Smith. Um, I. It looks like he's not signed right now. Oh. So, um, what, yeah, J.R. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. I think tattoos. I think the Cavaliers parade after they beat the Warriors. Right, right. Um, I also believe he has a really funny and absolutely adorable child who was in a, maybe like a, a Whip and Nene video or something like that. I feel like I've watched something like that. That sounds great. I'm um, guessing, I don't know much about J.R. Smith, but yeah. I'm guessing he's... Uh, I've always enjoyed that he is a part of the NBA. I think he's actually really funny. I think he's very funny. I think he's like he was like a perfect... His moment in Game 1 of the NBA Finals, not this past year, but the year before, when he didn't know how... Uh, he he thought it was... Oh, God. He thought That's the Cavs right. were winning, but it was actually tied, and yeah. he held the ball... Um, instead of taking a shot i that's when i felt i felt really bad i know i i even felt bad for him too it's like against my team and i still was like oh damn dude why did you do that but he was like the perfect person to do it yeah it just seemed perfect yeah and i don't know i i love the guy i hope he plays again this year if if you can believe it he's younger than me he's only 34 years he's 34 years old yeah um it seems like he's been around so long but uh and he has because when you're 34 and you're a basketball player you've been around for a long that's, time yeah but that's man yeah yeah what a guy man. um it, they were selling remember after the Cavs won the championship they were selling that t-shirt that was just his torso right his uh, bare torso so with creepy. all of his tattoos which is so very weird creepy. i don't know what self-respecting uh person would wear that i understand it's just it's one of those shirts and sometimes that comes up where it's like yes this shirt is like funny or like interesting in theory yeah 
but like once you slap it on somebody, like look at the when you mock it up, insane. you realize immediately like, oh no, this is yeah. very weird. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things that like this is it. This is just weird. Yeah. Anyway, agree. Jr. Smith, I love the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Go Jr. <laughs> All, All right. right, my next one is going to be cleats. 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 Very good one. Um, uh, man, yeah, I uh, haven't owned a pair of cleats since. Um, yeah, in college I ran in track spikes. Do, do those count as cleats? Sure. Okay, we called them spikes. Track you got spikes. spiky. They got spikes on the bottom of your shoes, so that's a cleat. But they, yeah, in track, they're uh, in they're cross like, country. They're pins. They're like little metal scary. pins. Yeah, they would really hurt if yeah. you uh, like hit slid into a second yeah. base. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. You couldn't even wear it. They would be insane. It would, it would be. Truly insane would to wear them so in any other sport. No, it would, what are the just, spikes for? Are they for like the the jumpy, the the cushiony? Well, they grip onto either the track or in cross country the grass. Oh, got it. So they they are like pins. I'll show them. I have some in my closet right now. I'll show them to you. And like folks, you can like. just uh, Google track spikes and you'll find them. But they yeah, they're like pointy, like a tack, mm-hmm. like a thumbtack. Ouch. Um. But cleats, what the word cleats makes me think of, like soccer cleats right. or baseball cleats, sure, um, which or are football like cleats, plastic uh, thumbs that come out of. Yes. But yeah, I haven't owned a pair of cleats, and man, I can't remember. High, maybe not even high school. It was maybe eighth grade was the last time I had a pair of cleats. Mine was high school. For softball. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have high tops or no? They were not cool. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have thought high top cleats in baseball would have been so cool. I always had to wear my no, soccer. No, girl. Oh, and softball. Okay. Like low top shoes were cool. Okay. Like I wasn't even wearing high top Converse until I was like, I want to be different. And you have to understand, this is the mid 2000s. Yeah. This early is, to mid 2000s. Yes. Mid 2000s. So cleat fashion was completely different. It's different. <laughs> it's absolutely different. <laughs> I would have loved some high tops. I never had them. Yeah. Um, I I was I had to wear my soccer cleats for baseball, and interesting. My parents bought me one pair of cleats a year, or I would that use. Sounds my like it would work though. They they were fine. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I definitely didn't need two different pairs of cleats. But I know it's. Fun it would have been cool though. And get new cleats. Um. Okay. Number fourteen. It's crazy. Yours was cleats. My uh, seventh one. Number fourteen is bowling shoes. Whoa. Equally as cool. Equally as uh, specific. Is it weird that bowling shoes never became uh, like a thing you would wear? The way that the thing that you would wear outside of bowling? I remember friends um, bringing in shitty shoes that they didn't care about so that they could steal the bowling shoes to wear. Yes, yes. I've that was like a very ska rockabilly style thing. Yes, that makes sense. That's a good way of pointing it out. Yeah. Scott and rockabilly people who I I guess I kind of kept at arm's length we all <laughs> throughout did. my life. We all yeah. did. <laughs> Everyone did. <laughs> Including their own parents. Yeah, and, and their own friends somehow. Um, but yeah, that's what I think of. Like yeah, the I think wanting that's the like thing. saying it every time, like almost every single time. I actually love these. Yeah. You yeah. know, every time you put them on. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. Wow, I actually love these. Should I take them? <laughs> I think I'm going to take them this time. I'm yeah. going to do it. Right. All right. What's yours? Yeah, bowling shoes. We all get it. Yeah. I think that was a bad one. What? There's no it's such okay. thing as a bad one. I You're have right. a real stinker in this, and I'm going to reveal it in the middle. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, we're into number 15 now. All right, let's go to touchdown celebrations. Okay, I have a lot to say about mm-hmm. these. I know. Because touchdown celebrations now have gotten so corny, and people are celebrating these. It's just the most... Okay, I... I want to say this the right way. You're listening to Ben turn into an old grumpy dad. Yeah. I'm Right in front of your ears. I'm turning blue in the face. Oh, I don't even know. Boy. I'm like Avatar. It's like Avatar 2 in the sports sports oh, headquarters Oh, no. Don't even right bring now. that up. <laughs> Foot- okay. This touchdown celebrations fire. were the best. They, they peaked at the Icky Shuffle. That is a touchdown what? celebration. A that was a hundred years dance ago. Move, a fun dance move. That is quick and ends with spiking the ball. That is the perfect touchdown celebration. What they do now, what football players are doing now are like corny summer camp skits. They're like summer camp skits. They'll, They'll like line up in a row and start rowing as if they're on a canoe or some bullshit. I tweeted that the other day. Um, because... They, there was some preseason game going on and some dumb like it, or they're acting like they're birthing the baby or, or it's just it's corny as hell it's not creative it's stupid and uh and embarrassing to watch i think whoa and then and then the people and then i don't know like analysts or whatever or, or fans or whatever it is is like oh this is so funny they're acting like they're playing ring around the rosy or duck duck goose or whatever the fuck I hate that so much. I think it's stupid. Do a little dance, you know, spike the ball, whatever it is. Don't, like, do some sort of elaborate skit that's just corny as hell. I've said corny, like, five times, and that's enough. It's fine. So that's We're talking about the Steelers. Oh, well, there, that's a whole other thing is just getting into the Steelers' issues. I think there are certain celebrations that are so funny and I live for them and I love them so much. And I'm just like, hell yeah, we did it. Look at us together. You and I scored that touchdown. We absolutely did it. And I love it. There's also the same celebrations when you uh, when you sack a quarterback that I'm like, hell yeah. Well, those are great. I think those. Well, okay. let me I don't want to interrupt you, uh, but I'm going to. that's (laughs) That's the end of it. You can go on. I, I, I think spontaneous celebrations, too. All these pre-planned. I think that's where it's getting into the corny territory is this when pre-planned. It's pre-planned. Yeah, because it's, it's choreographed. Yes. And yeah. it's choreographed, you know, it, they choreograph something stupid. Like, I've, all, well, I've these said are not all the, these the most brilliant creative minds. Yes. That they need writers. They need and, writers. And I am available, folks. They need writers. Me and Ashley are both available, in fact. I don't know what I would do, but I'll I'll be involved. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Number 16. Uh, oh, we're, we're on football. I, I've got a football one here. Yeah. Those football pads that you can see the indent of on a player's <laughs> quads. Like their thighs. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know those? They're like four stripes. The four indents. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> I've... 
always notice if from when I was the a uh, small kid going to like the local high school football games on Friday nights. I've always noticed those, and I yeah, I don't know what it. Is. There's something about them that they're cool. They make you look are, like a robot. I yeah yeah that's maybe they're tight that's pants, what it is. but they it's like you have a growth or something that's like extra protective. Like you're made to play this sport. Yeah, but they seem—they also just seem like they're plopped in the middle of a leg. Yeah, I don't really know how they're staying there. Are they in the right. pants? That's a good point. They're I've never pro- played I think football. In so. the pants. I think they're in the pants. Oh, they're like sewn into the pants. I, I bet they are. Oh, interesting. I bet there's like a knee. There's like a knee pad, a shin. No, there's no shin. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? I guess I'm, you can insert a shin if you want to. Yeah. I've never thought of this before. Maybe they're wearing um, some sort of uh, compression short that has with them too. Yeah, that's also true. Um, but I feel like if you get fucked up, you, those things never move around. Yeah. Wider Although you see them like, hard. yeah, you see them like moving them a little bit sometimes. Or that's maybe true. do even like wide receivers even wear them? Oh, they probably don't. I brought him up. Like a quarterback definitely wears them. Sure, linemen, of course. Running back probably wears them too. Uh, absolutely, because they're going to get hit there a lot. But I, I don't think wide receivers do. Because I don't think. Oh, maybe they do. Maybe they, they just look little because their legs are so long that it just. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, I can see that they look small, and you're not paying attention because wow, look at that gazelle go. There's I'm not gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm there's so much about that. football equipment that I don't understand. Like I don't understand. I think I, I've worn a pair of shoulder pads like maybe once or twice. I in want my to life. put pad. I want to put full pads on and see what that feels like for a second, and then run into something and just feel like. <laughs> I bet it's kind of like shooting a gun, where it's like, oh hell yeah! So <laughs> like you just yeah, you do, I, and you is, feel super powerful. So I want to put on full pads and a helmet and ram into something and see how I feel after or get knocked down. I don't know. I yeah, want to try I it. don't want that for you. Uh, Just once, please. No, I'm going to actually, this is where I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> please. Uh, just once. Let me hit something with full pads no. and a helmet. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, just kidding. You can do whatever you. you can do whatever you want, but I don't want you to do that. <laughs> just once. Yeah, football pads are just confusing to me. I've never played uh, football in full pads before. Maybe it would be fun to figure it out. Maybe. Maybe. All right, what's next on your list? Let's see. I'm going to pick umps next. Umps? Uh-oh. Umps. Just general umps? Umps. Umps. Oops. One, I think umps is a very good name for them. Like yes. the formal umpire, yeah, wow. the informal ump. Do you not see an oaf when you immediately envision yeah. an ump? <laughs> like a Shrek-like oaf. Oaf. <laughs> donkey. Donkey. <laughs> you're out, donkey. <laughs> hey, donkey, you're out. That's what they used to say to Adam Dunn, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's a big donkey. <laughs> Strike three, you're out, donkey. Get out of your donkey. I mean, I have so much to say about Ump. I know. I can't even sum it up. That should be like a three episode um, deep yeah, dive. That absolutely should for you. But and it is. I will be involved. Yeah. I mean, we have somewhat differing opinions on Ump's uh, in that I think they're completely preposterous uh, <laughs> in the best way possible. I love them. But I also think they're kind you, of you unnecessary. You think they're little clowns. You love them like you love little clowns. Absolutely. I think they're little clowns here for my enjoyment, <laughs> bumbling around the field of play for my enjoyment. That's all I think about Ums. 
I think that they're an important part of this game and that and the fabric of this do, country. What they do is truly remarkable. For as long as they do it, it's truly remarkable. I I I, I am amazed Calling by strike zones. I am amazed by how Are well they call balls me? and strikes. I am amazed by it. They're but really good at it. I will also say that, you know, computers can do the same thing even better. What's the point? Computers can do everything better than us. Um yeah, they can't they can't write a poem better than us. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> and that's They can do a I lot do of things better than us. No, I, I it doesn't mean that they're they should take over because it's important. The human element is important, it's part I of the get whole it. thing. I get it. And I talk a big game about replacing um umpires with computers, but I would if it came down to a vote similar to the DH, I am not so sure I would vote for that. Is all yeah. is so I will say I'll be picketing. But I do think they are clowns here for uh, They're absolute clowns. Bumbling around for my I, I've never like stood up for something I've hated more in my entire life. I mean, this is insane. I hate them. I hate them so much I want to fight them all the time. But boy do I love them and do I need them. Yeah. Uh, they're like like they're like parents to everybody. They are. When they're, you're like a teen. Our, they're like our little parents. Yeah. They're little clown parents. They're our little clown parents telling us good job and bad job. <laughs> you got to go sit down now. You get to stay and keep playing. <laughs> um, all right. Number 18 soccer game kickoffs. Ooh. Is this the best way to start a soccer game? Whistle. All right. Go. Bye. <laughs> all right. Run. That's all it is. Yeah. They put the ball right in the center now, of the field. Now I love it. This is a this is a purist's sport. You blow a whistle, you start the game. You don't stop it for nothing. Yeah. Then halftime comes. You stop it. You eat some orange slices. You drink some water. You talk to each other. Right. Then you come back in. You play again. You don't stop the clock for nothing. Yeah, I, and then I, add extra time if that's you need what it. soccer has going for it. Uh, well above every other sport is that. It is, it's keeps moving. Yeah. Fouling is not a, a huge deal. Yeah. Um, the rules are very Or not nearly as huge a deal as it is in like football and basketball. Right. Um, flopping is like, okay. Well, like, flopping happens, but at the same time, it's just like. But you don't get awarded every time. Like, and, I mean, and there's not a whistle on every other play. And there's not a whistle every other 30 seconds, like in football. And you or get penalized basketball. for flopping. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think they have it most figured out of all the teams. I know they've had some trouble with, uh, you know, reviews and stuff. But their trouble with reviews is way different. Oh, my than, God. Their review system is so much better than, <laughs> like, baseballs and footballs and basketballs like i mean yeah. it's uh, it, they they don't spend 15 minutes looking at a call it's insane why would you do that you cannot afford to do that i so. agree i agree soccer's got that that going for it more, way more than any other sport yeah. my one thing i will say about soccer kickoffs uh here's my <laughs> here's my alternate plan for soccer kickoffs um if they ever wanted to change things up soccer i know you've been doing it for a long time <laughs> But wouldn't it be fun if we could just start by having both teams stand in their respective penalty box and one team, whoever gets the ball first, the other team, the goalie, drop kicks the ball as far as they can. 
and then everybody starts running. Does that make sense? Did did I describe that well enough? Yeah, they're kind of charging each other. Yeah, and then it's you like just, war. The ball has to get over to the other side of the other half of the field. Is all that is the only thing to require. Okay, so, it it just add a little fun spark to the beginning of I the think game. That's cute. Yeah, it'd be fun. Like if there was ever an XFL for the Champions League or something like that. <laughs> never, 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 never. Yeah, I guess not. Um, but I think that's fun. Everyone screams. It's kind of rugby-ish. Yeah, that would be a little rugby-ish. Sure. Like a a Maori war battle. I'm butchering that. I shouldn't even say it. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about New Zealand (laughs) people. Um, Uh, Okay, anyways, I'm moving on. Uh, You guys probably know what I'm talking about. Sure. Look it up, folks. You get it. Uh, Anyways, next up on my list, I have the Clippers. Oh, the Los Angeles Clippers. The Los okay. Angeles Clippies. Um, the Clippers are obviously uh, going to be super exciting this coming year, but let's talk about the Clippers more in general. Steve Ballmer. Uh, yeah, Steve Ballmer, um, a legacy of poor ownership. Uh, but uh, obviously, you know, turning around now with uh, the addition of... Kawhi and Paul George but here's here's my thought there is a there is a timeline an alternate timeline where I move to LA and immediately become a Clippers fan that's a lot of people yes a lot of people have that's done that that's what Palmer's banking on right now yeah because that's like the popular thing to do is move to LA become a Clippers fan right um and who can blame you I I've thought of it in my head I never seriously considered doing it right but I thought about it. What a life. Because I almost became a Brooklyn Nets fan. I tried. It just yeah, never it just stuck. so bad that there is no way. They were bad. And also, it was it's just hard like to watch games. unexciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were just an unexciting team for the years that I was there. Uh, even when they got Kevin. Even when Kevin Garnett, one of my favorite basketball players of all time, came over there. I think I went to maybe five games that year. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I... I, I don't have too much more to say about it. I like going to Clippers games. Yeah. Um, I've never been to a Lakers game, but I would guess that the Clippers game is like is kind of like going to a, a Nets game versus a Knicks game where it's like, oh, the Nets games are more fun. Right, exactly. Because number we one is care. cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have the option. Um, Clippers are interesting. Clippers are talking about getting their own stadium, their own oh, arena yeah. right. in Inglewood. Um. Is that a done deal or is it not? It's not a done deal. Oh, okay. But it's going to be privately funded, which I love. That's great. I'm not going to raise my taxes. The only thing I'm not here for is that it's going to displace more people, but that's already happening because of the forum and all that other shit. So whatever there's the the space is there, I guess, because they're clearing shit out and it's terrible. Just put it on a barge. But put it on a barge. Float it around. Float it in the Pacific. Come on. Put it on a barge. Yeah, but then you have international waters problems. Nice. I don't deal with that, that would be fun. Oh, creepy. <laughs> it's scary. Um, international rules. You yes. can travel. You're allowed to travel. <laughs> t- t- take me to the nearest <laughs> other country, please. Or you're allowed to travel. I meant you don't need to drive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good joke. <laughs> That's a good joke. I'm so sorry. I missed that. I, oh, my I God. picked the wrong rule. What I should have I'm said, so sorry. I should have said, should have gotten that. No, I, I should have said you're allowed to double dribble or something like that. Travel was too. 
travel confusing. Is great. Travel was great. I just didn't get it, and that's my fault. Yeah, no, no, we're. I was wrong. You were right. Anyways, Clippers are uh, interesting. I'm glad Kawhi went there instead of the Lakers, and I'm like, you know what? Until the Warriors play him, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. They don't have Chris Paul, so I don't give a shit. I hate Chris Paul. Sure, yeah. I think now so, it's they're a super fun team to watch. So now they're fun, and I hope the best for them, and I hope they get their own arena and that uh, is privately funded and, and not publicly, and let's see if they like stay to that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, number 20. We're on number 20. Here we go. Hockey goal sirens. Whoa. When the puck Hockey. goes in the net, you hear the whee. Yeah, I love that. And then the lights, the uh, uh, the like police lights. Yeah. What do you, what do you call those kind like of lights? I guess it's just like a normal like police siren. Siren lights. Yeah. Um, yeah, that light goes off. I think it's very cool that that just became standard. Yeah, I love that. I w- I don't know the history of it. I don't either. I wonder if there was like one rink that we did need, it. It's so loud in here. We need an indicator to let people know <laughs> because, oh, I imagine that it says a hockey rink. Everyone is drunk and loud because it's cold in there and you need a drink in order to like maintain your warmth. Drink and eat stew. Drink and eat stew. So everyone's just like stewing and, and drinking. And uh, because hockey is so quick and hard to watch and they didn't have big screens back in the day, they needed uh, some way to indicate that a goal was scored. Right. And that's someone letting everyone know. Boom. Yeah, and someone had Emotions their... Emotions are high. Hockey's like an intense thing, so... Right. Someone was like an off-duty cop, and they brought in their Hey, yo, I could just use some of my sirens on my car right now. Yeah, you want to put I, that on there? Yeah, why would I just put on the siren, grab a slice of pizza? And some stew if you got it? A yeah. Stew for pizza stew? Take a brew and a stew. Thank you very Whoa, much. Whoa, a brew and a stew. A brew and a stew. That's what they used to say back in the hockey days. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they did. Um, yeah, 100% yeah. true, 100% hockey, facts. Hockey was invented in New York City. Obviously, the by the NYPD. Hello. Yeah. But uh, yes, I love the siren. I think it's so great because it either like makes you feel so much joy or so much hatred. Like you're just <laughs> like, ah, or yeah. yeah. Like I, I very love, visceral. Yes, yeah. it's extremely. And I love that so much. Yeah, I agree. You really it really punches you in the face with your uh, with your win or your loss. In that moment. So, I love it. Next up we have... I'm skipping around, sorry. Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam the movie. With Michael Jordan. Starring Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan yep. and Bugs Bunny. Yep. Man, I and love Bill that Murray. movie. And Bill Murray, don't forget. And Muggsy Bugs. And, and Sean Bugs, Bradley. Yep. Got a lot of... Um. I, okay, well, that brings up one of my favorite things about Space Jam is they did not just choose, like, the five best or the five most popular basketball players. They chose the extremes of height. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to match the Monstars. And what what's so funny, to well, they became the Monstars, right? That's what happens is uh, Sean Bradley and Muggsy Bogues become mo- Monstars, yeah, right? Yeah, you need a... Is it, wait, now I'm doubting. Wait, no, I thought they fought the Monsters and they were just equally matched. Am oh, I wrong? I thought, wait, <laughs> do I not remember the plot of, well, I remember the plot because they had to beat them in a championship game. 
Um, oh, maybe they were trapped. Like the monsters, like yes. that took over their. Yeah, their they talent. took over their that's bodies. Right. And because then, Michael Jordan is obviously playing with the Looney Tunes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Michael Jordan's playing with the Looney Tunes and Bill. And Murray. then they, when they won, then they and Bill Murray for some reason. And then when they won, they released the the monsters released their right, souls right. or bodies or whatever. So, that's right. Yeah, so that's what you I love most. You need the height for the, yeah, for the They just took characters. the freaks. They yeah. took the freaks. Yeah, Muggsy yeah. Bugs is a freak. Sean Bradley is a freak. Well, do you think Michael Jordan's going to want to be in the movie a movie with other greats? Yeah, with like Patrick Ewing. No, he fucking hates them. He hates them so much. Carl Malone, Some John people he Stockton. doesn't care about. Yes, uh, you're you're probably right. It probably had uh, Michael Jordan had it in think his Scotty contract. Pippen's going to be in a uh-uh. Space Jam? Isaiah Thomas ain't going to sniff the set no. of Space oh Jam. I wouldn't even mention the name. Okay, that's something I do uh, have to rewatch Space Jam. Agreed. Because now I'm doubting a lot of what I thought I knew about Space Jam. All right, number 22. My thing is the soundtrack is one oh, of the best, sorry, my favorite soundtracks when I was a kid. Yes. Ever. I've yeah. listened to that shit all day long, except for I Believe I Can Fly. And not because I knew R. Kelly was a creep or anything, but because I thought that song sucked. I don't like wow. songs like that. So I don't like slow songs. Um, you not don't too like? Much. Yeah, you don't like slow songs. I don't really like slow songs that much. So I was like, I hate this song. Soulful, yeah. slow, soulful songs. Yeah, no, it's on my, it's on my jam. So you yeah. know what is my jam? Space Jam. Anyways, Space Jam. Go on. Um, no, great soundtrack. Uh, but you got to take the R. Kelly songs out now because Basketball Jones. It's worse. Yeah, Basketball Jones, great song. Uh, number 22, the dangler hanging from the chin of home plate umpires face masks. And catchers, too. And catchers. But catchers and do turkeys? it less. Yeah, they're kind of like the turkey gobblers uh, of the sports world. Um, Yeah, I mean... Not surprisingly, there's going to be a lot of umps ump stuff in this in this one because umps are the funniest part of all of sports. Um, but yeah, I don't have too much to say. I just it's much like the uh, the pad on the quad of football players or on the thigh of football players. The dangler is something I've always noticed and had a lot of fun. Yeah, thinking about. Yeah, I feel like I would I would prefer a dangler, a bigger dangler. Yeah, the bigger than dang- what it is. The bigger the dangler, the better. I mean, like it's not really like hindering you from screaming things because it's not attached to your throat. But like, I feel like baseballs, foul balls are sneaky, and they're gonna get in any which way. And I'm worried about not being able to breathe. <laughs> yeah, maybe potentially dying. No, I agree. And uh, like bigger I was, danglers. I was trying to say before, the bigger the dangler, the better dang time you're gonna have <laughs> yeah that's that's 100 percent true though it's that's true known that's known yeah make a, <laughs> the bigger the dangler the better dang time you're gonna yes, have exactly um okay actually next next oh let's go to soccer the U.S. Women's National Team. Oh, okay. U.S. Women's National Team. Um, obviously, I have nothing but good things to say about them. Uh, they were so fun to watch in the World Cup. Um, w- one thing about the U.S. Women's Soccer Team, I just expect them to win all the time. And I yeah, don't know we're if there's of, we're very spoiled. Yeah, I don't know if there's another team 
that I expect to win more than them. Like, no, uh, the U.S. women's softball guess, team like, was was one. They're like, <laughs> like the dream team, like and yes, like yeah. U.S. basketball in the Olympics right. should automatically win every single time. That's the same. A similar feeling. Similar feeling. Yeah. Um, I mean, women's soccer is, is still is more competitive than the 1992 right. Olympics right. Ba- Olympics basketball uh, because they do lose sometimes uh, and they have lost um, enough in the in the last like eight years that it you. I, I shouldn't just have it as a given that they're going to win every time. But you can't help it. But yeah, yeah, it's like just the team that I the fave. Right, it's the team that I probably just assume is going to win the most. Right. But other than that, I love. I mean, they're great. Agreed. Like, uh, it is almost. I I feel like there needs to be. It's kind of like UConn bas- like women's basketball, where it's like, are they ever going to lose? Is it even fun to watch this anymore because they're so good? Right. I'm curious to see like when another like country develops a a really outstanding phenomenal female team to see like how they compete and if we have like a rival or anything like that cuz right now you can like make up rivals and shit whatever but there's not no true rival because we've not really lost so Well they lost I mean it, they did lose in they the Olympics lose. yeah um but but they've, they've won. Uh, not, I feel like they've dominated the last two World it's Cups. It's just been completely, absolutely yeah. dominant. And so I, I want like a, a better field of play to see how, like, just a, you know, test them a little. Yeah, bit. eventually it will happen. But, it will eventually uh, happen because it's them by them being so good and by women's soccer, uh, being a, an important like focus in the world women's soccer altogether, like from little girls, like starting with little girls is getting like amazing. And that's something that if you want to be an athlete, when you grow up, that's an easy field to enter because that's already established. So instead of a dead end, so exciting and amazing. Yeah. And I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we watched the women win, uh, with some people from the Netherlands in Iceland and it was a lot of fun. That's right, yeah. yeah. I mean, what a funny se- uh, sequence of events that we were in Iceland watching the Women's World Cup final with, with some Dutch people. With Dutch people. And the Dutch people famously ruled over Iceland last. So the people of Iceland don't really love the Dutch That's people right. so much. So they're wow. kind of on our side. Yeah, yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah, the Iceland people, you know. Icelandic people don't love Dutch people, the Dutch. but yeah. And they love Dutch. You get it. Maybe not all Americans, but they loved us, I swear. They loved us. Okay, number 24. The masks basketball players wear when their face or eye is hurt. <gasps> Scary. Clarice. Yeah, the those masks, the face masks. I love it because it makes me think like Hannibal. And it's kind of like um, when football players when football players first got the mouth guards with like the fangs and stuff and it was oh, like yeah, ooh yeah. let's be intimidating and scary that's what i feel like the masks do because it looks like Hannibal Lecter to me yes it definitely has like I know a, this is not an intimidating tactic it's because you're protecting your face because but, you just got an injury but keep it if it's comfortable right. it's scary well the player that i think about when i think about these masks is Rip Hamilton uh of the Detroit Pistons um earlier the yukon huskies because he wore one 
because he got himself hurt. But I think I might be wrong about this, but I think he just kept wearing it because it was like, and that became kind of part of his identity. It was yeah, like, that's uh, cool as hell. Yeah. And he would like hold it up and the fans would cheer. And oh, that's uh, weird. during those, those so the great, fan of the opera. <laughs> yeah. Those great like Pistons teams of the, whenever that was mid two thousands. Um, yeah, so I I think it's cool, but man, I can't even imagine playing with one of those things. It must be so tough. Yeah, that's gonna your be your really peripheral vision must be all yeah. messed up. Just uncomfortable. Yeah, and just very uncomfortable. And LeBron had to wear one once. Remember that? Right. That yeah. was funny. LeBron's big face. I bet LeBron Joel has a Embiid, gigantic face. Did he have to face. wear one? Am I oh, remembering yes. that yeah. correctly? Okay. It's that yeah. eye injury that. Uh, I feel like is is somewhat common in basketball. Uh, Where an elbow just comes down and it knocks your like like orbital fracture. Orbital fracture. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very common. And you got you got bows. You got strong bows everywhere. It's just very dangerous. So you know, if you can keep it on, then do it. But my God, the breakouts! I'm just imagining like Acne City under that sucker. <laughs> it's Acne City. You better have better skin. All right. Next up, we have pine tar. Pine tar, number 25, so we're at the halfway mark. <gasps> yeah. Uh, pine tar is great. This is a great uh, baseball-specific. What? Excuse me. What I, I love a player who has pine tar on their helmet oh, all over their – a filthy helmet. So awesome. Um, I like it when you can see the pine tar on a player's shoulder yep. because the bat's been on their shoulder. Um, uh, also, I've I've touched pine tar before with my hands. It's like impossible to get off. I've never touched it before. Oh, really? It's, I want to touch it and smell it. It's so it. sticky. Um, it's just tree sap, right? Yeah, but it's just like it always, it's one of those things that it always feels like it's still on your fingers. Ah, um, like maple syrup, like yeah, if thick like, or yeah. thick and gritty maple syrup, you know. Um, but like when you're a baseball player, I guess you're always just a little filthy. Yeah, and you always true. have a little dirt at the bottom of your gym bag. Um, well, that's guaranteed. When you're a baseball player, is oh man, my baseball bag was filthy when I was a kid. <laughs> it was so filled with dirt. Um, we weren't using pine tar. No. Oh, uh, it was would just you? dirt everywhere. But pine tar's great. Think of George Brett. I mean, George Brett had no gloves and pine tar, which I guess was the main thing. That's why you like had pine tars because you didn't wear batting gloves. Well, yeah, but you still use pine tar on. on you can, bats. yeah, absolutely, yeah. you can. But I think that was probably why it was invented, so you could hang on to that sucker. Oh yes, yes, I heard that was why they used it. Right. Originally. Right. But imagine that shit on your hands. Like, what do you even do? Yeah, you just put dirt over it so that you can grab other things. So you just have a layer of tar, dirt, tar, yeah. dirt, tar, dirt, tar, dirt. <laughs> Until your hands are like That's some gigantic. Shit, your hands are, uh, you know, just like mitts. They're your own yeah, mitts. You don't even need your mitt anymore. Johnny Bench mitts. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, pine time. So we're halfway through. This has been great la, so la. far. Yeah.
Hey folks, that's the end of part one of Sports Sports Special 50th episode where we talk about 50 separate, unique, beautiful sports things. They're all beautiful. They are. Yeah. And be sure, we're going to obviously have a part two, and that's coming out, guess what, next week? Unless you're in the future, then it's probably out now. Just double check. Yeah. I would just double check. It's everywhere you get sports sports podcast. Uh, okay. You can see part one, part two. Maybe there's just a part one, then you know that part two is coming up. If you see a part two, guess what? You're in luck. Binge it. That's art. See you next week. Bye. Bye.